you're straight out of college. Excited about the possibilities that lie in front of you. You're eager to do well at your first job, to prove yourself and have a great career ahead. Soon, you've completed one year and you're thinking what's next. When will I get to the next level? It is probably time for me now to get that promotion. However, another year passes by and you're still there. Am I doing something wrong? My other friends got their promotions and then yet another year passes by. Three years have passed and you're stuck in the same position. Is there something wrong here? Is your career over before it has even started? Well, I was once again in the same position. Welcome to I Wish My Boss Told Me That. I'm your host, Serge De Vos, the Global Director of Operations at AB InBev, the world's largest beer company. Today, we'll be busting some myths about successful careers. So grab a beer and let's get started. Okay, let's start with myth number one. Your first role is really important. Everybody believes, and I see a lot here in India, when I talk to people in college, a lot of people are choosing which role they want to go after much more than which company or which manager will I have. They're looking at the ideal role and then they go after the ideal role, uh, believing that this is crucial for them to be successful in their career. I have a very different opinion. Let me share with you how I started my career and somehow stumbled up to that learning. So after college, I graduate and my first role is with a booming startup that started uh, developing software for banks. At that time, banks had a lot of very old-fashioned legacy systems. And this company was developing technology to move banks into the 20th century, let's say, or 21st century at least, uh, with more progressive software. And I was able to join that company in the early stages as a software developer. So great, great opportunity, amazing role, uh, a well sought after job at that moment in time as well. However, I very quickly realized that the company didn't really care too much about its employees. Uh, there were no people programs. There was no people support. We were just brought in there, do the job, get the job done, and go back uh, home. Uh, line manager wasn't too great. Didn't get a lot of uh, support from my line manager either. Not a lot of development. So I very quickly realized that the role was very interesting, and I was learning a lot about software development but this was somehow hampering my growth, my personal growth, my personal development uh, and learning. And so at a certain moment, I was a bit lucky. Uh, I got a call from another company that I had worked with during my studies. I made my thesis and during the thesis, I interviewed the sales director of that company. And basically the recruitment uh, team called me and said, hey, what would you think if you join us? And I kind of considered, I talked to the sales director, we had an interview, 
And he offered me more or less, let's say, a back office role, a sales back office type of role. He was the sales director. He would have a sales team. And I would be in the back office creating the proposals, creating the financial uh, mechanisms, the financial uh, uh, business cases, etc. That would be my role. So at that moment in time, I took a decision and said, I'm leaving the software development company. Amazing role, very interesting, but I don't have a good feeling about the company as such. And I'm going to go to this company where I have a really good feeling with this uh, manager, with this sales director, even though the role was just a sales back office type of role. And this was one of the best choices that I made early on in my career, a very tough one but one of the best ones, because what I can realize now when I look back at the start of my career is that this sales director who hired me in that second company has really turned out to be a mentor of myself and my career. He has really been there. He has developed me throughout my career and the 10 years that I worked in, in that company. So is your first role really important? Yeah, of course, you need to do a job that you really like in an area that you really like and you enjoy and a role where you can learn and develop yourself. But I believe that much more important is the company that you work for, the values and the culture of that company and the manager that you work for. Is this a manager who supports you, who believes in you and he's going to develop you? I believe that is much more important than the role. Let's talk about the second myth. The second myth goes like this. It's important to get promoted as quickly as possible. It's all about promotions. Again, let me go back to the beginning of my career, right? So I started with uh, my second company with, you know, the sales director uh, that I had interviewed with before for my thesis. And I started in this sales back office type of role. Yeah. So what I was doing is I was creating all the financial cost models for the sales director with the sales team to go out and let's say sell service contracts to customers. Yeah. So I was there using all my financial knowledge that I had studied in college and creating NPVs, business cases, etc., to make sure that we have a profitable project every time that the sales team would go out and sell it. So I did this for the first year and after one year, I was still in the same role and I was working on different projects, right? I talked to my line manager. He said, man, keep on doing this role. You're learning. It's very good. Here's another project. Let's now work on this project. So every couple of months, I would work on new projects and gradually those projects would become bigger and bigger and more and more complex. And so in the first year, I learned a lot about financial modeling, about business cases, profitability analysis. Great, but I'm still in the same role. Second year, gradually, I start also doing more than just the financial modeling. I also start getting in technical teams and the operations teams to understand how we would deliver the service for this customer, what would be the service levels that we would operate at, how we would be organized, and really creating the whole solution design. Yeah. So second year, I'm working on bigger projects and not only doing financial modeling, also doing kind of the organizational design and service modeling. Great. After the second year, again, discussion with my boss. He says, man, you're doing really good. Amazing. 
we have this really big project coming up. I think you need to be part of it and you should really focus on the financial modeling. I said, okay, let's continue doing the same. I had trust in my manager. So work again on the next project, which was, by the way, the biggest IT outsourcing project ever in Belgium at that moment in time. And I was there to create the whole financial model and again, the business case for that that case. But this time I also was able to go out together with the sales director to the customer. I started explaining the financial models. I started explaining the price mechanisms. And I also started discussing with them the, the service models that we were suggesting. So I started getting exposure with customers, how to negotiate, how to do a presentation, um, and that's, again, a new experience that I had. Fourth year, still the same, still the same role, still no promotion, but learning. So for about four years, I spent in exactly the same role, but working on different types of projects and gradually expanding more and more the type of experiences that I was involved in. Financial modeling, uh, service modeling, negotiating with customers, presenting the solution to customers. So I was having a lot of different types of career experiences without being promoted. My salary still grew because every year I would get some kind of a merit, etc. So financially, I was, I was progressing. But in terms of level, I was still at the same level as I was uh, three to four years earlier. After four years of hard work, working closely with my manager, really broadening my base and learning a lot about the whole company, uh, I got my first real promotion and I was promoted to service desk manager. Basically, I was responsible for a team of around 35 employees uh, and I had managers reporting into me. So I skipped one level. I didn't become just a team lead. I basically became immediately a manager and I had team leaders reporting into me. So I made a huge jump all of a sudden. And when I found myself in that role, I saw that everything that I had learned, all the experiences that I had gathered in those four years really made me ready for this move because I knew all the other managers of all the other service departments that I had to collaborate with. Uh, I knew very well how a service desk was running because I had been describing it. I had been selling it to customers. So I knew how you had to operate it. The main challenge for me was to start managing the people, to learn the people side of things. So what I learned in those four years is that, yes, of course, I was eager to get the promotion. And I saw my peers who graduated together with me from college, all getting a promotion and moving ahead in their careers. And I was kind of stuck in the same role. But what I realized afterwards is that I might have been stuck in the same role, the same level, but I was gathering so much experience and different types of experience that helped me afterwards to move twice as fast and not only catch up on my peers and my college grads, but even to grow faster in my career. Because the move that I did after that, I became a director responsible for a huge contract that we had at that moment in the company where the operations was spread over five, six different countries. So it's not just about promotions. Have patience, learn, broaden your base, have different type of experiences and those promotions, they will ultimately come and most likely you will be promoted and grow a lot faster afterwards 
than if you immediately start chasing the very first promotion. Okay, let's talk about the third and last myth for today. You need to be from a top-tier college or MBA to succeed at the workplace. That's also a very popular myth. Well, I have a bit of a different opinion. So, first of all, I'm not from a top-tier college. I also didn't do an MBA. Yeah? Uh, so maybe I have a bit of a subje subjective opinion, but still, let me share with you my view. Now, I'm not a CEO of a company, but if you would have told me at the age of 22 that in my career I was going to lead the whole logistics department and operation of one of the biggest FMCG companies in Europe by the age of 34, I would have, you know, thought that this would be a pretty successful career. Or if you would have told me that I would be running an office in India of 1,600 people that runs the finance of, uh, again, one of the biggest FMCG companies in the world, I would consider that a pretty successful career, right? Now, I'm not saying that an MBA or graduating from a top-tier university is not going to help you. Of course, it's helping you, right? For sure, in the first one, two years, it will help you land in a, a great company. It will help you land probably in a, in a better job than if you graduate from any other university or don't have that MBA in hand. So for sure, there is a difference at the beginning of your career. But if you look 10, 15, 20 years on, that graduation holds very little um, value. Most of the success in your career is determined by other things, things that you don't learn in college. Things like grit, the grit that you have to really get stuff done, uh, results that you deliver, your soft skills, how are you able to communicate, how are you able to work in group, how are you able to present yourself, pitch an idea, uh, resilience, how resilient are you to go through really tough times, months or years where you're really suffering in your career and how are you able to stay resilient and see it through, take the learnings from those tough times and make a step up in your career. Those are the things in the long run that will make you successful or not. And one other great example that I always share uh, for this type of myth is a person who worked for me several years ago when I was leading the IT operation for a soft drink company across Europe. And she was reporting straight into me. She was leading a team, an international team of between five and 10 people. And in terms of her degree, she did not even go to college. She didn't even go to high school. She just graduated at the age of 18 and started working, started her career. But she had a tremendous amount of passion. She was a hard worker and she was really assertive really good at you know communicating convincing people and even managing a team and that's what got her to a managerial role even though she didn't even go to any college after the age of 18. so is studying at a top tier university or doing an mba important for your career of course it is important but is it the only way for you to be successful in your career by far, 
I would say. It helps you with a great start, but then there are many other factors that play whether you will be successful in your career or not. I hope some of this was helpful to you. We will meet again soon with more interesting stories and insights which will make you think, I wish my boss told me that. <laughs> <laughs>